growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, my friends. I'm so glad you're here. We are going to talk about what you need to know about telling your story. Okay, so again, we are talking about one of the biggest things that you need to know is telling your story. And I find that so many beauty professionals, they are afraid to tell their story. There's a lot of imposter syndrome that comes up, like, who am I to be telling this story? And What you need to know is if you're not telling your story, you're not able to really connect to people, right? So it's not about, you know, bragging. It's not about afraid of looking too uppity or any of that. It's really about connecting with your audience. That is the real reason that we do it. So I always say to my students that you have a moral responsibility to tell your story and you're going to learn about your story, which is part of the Amplify method, which is part of the Elevate program. It's something that we teach and it's important because most people don't take the time to really figure out what their story is. It's funny when I see a lot of beauty professionals, they kind of are following what everybody else is doing. So they're posting lots of pictures and visuals are very good in our industry. It's beauty industry. So we need to show our work. But also, if you don't take the time to write down your story in a way that is compelling for your audience, then you miss that connection, as I was saying before. And actually, when I look at even most about me pages on you know beauty professionals website, it's more of like a list of accomplishments and a few random facts about you know their personal life, like you know whether they have a husband or kids or you know where they live. But it's not really anything that is relating to the audience, right? And so that's why I say you want to take the time to create and craft a compelling story that you will connect with your audience and you also are giving them the chance to see why they should come to you, right? And you, if you're not doing this, you're missing that chance to impact their life for the better. And so you might be doing that. You might be like, I don't even know what to write on my about page or even in your marketing, on your social media pages, anywhere that there is a place for you to connect with your audience. This is where you need to be telling your story. So first, let me also say that with beauty professionals, I feel like we have a rare calling that I always say it's not about vanity. It's that we really like to take care of people and we do it in a unique way. Right. We really show up. Not everybody can be a beauty professional because we are actually serving people. Many times I say that we are like therapists, right? We're hearing the clients when they come, they're telling us about their problems. So it's like some of the cheapest therapy they can get. And also we are helping them have more confidence to live a better life. We are helping them feel like themselves and the best version of themselves. And that's really why we buy anything. And so we have a unique way that we serve and we are here to 
change the world, like to make the world a better place. And even though that feels very cliche when we say that, but it's important to know that not everybody wants to do that. Like not everybody's job is to really show up to help other people or make the world a better place, right? Some people are just in it for what's in it for me and not about thinking about what can I do for others. And I think that that is really something unique that we have. And since we do that, we have a moral responsibility to really show up in a different way to reach as many people as possible. So when you are thinking about that, we are impacting women's lives and how we are doing it. When you know that you want to make a big impact and that you care about what you're doing and you care about your clients and the people that you serve, again, that means that you have that moral responsibility to show up and show up in a unique way. So we're talking about that your story impacts other people. And again, that's that moral responsibility. And you do that with your story. And the reason I say, first of all, it has to be your story. It has to come from you, right? Because somebody else's story might not resonate with that client, right? We've all bought certain things from certain people because we resonate with that story or with that brand, okay? And the person down the street, your competition or whoever is doing similar services down the street has a different story that they might not relate to, right? And so that's why you need to tell that story and tell your story. And when you're telling your story, again, since it's not going to resonate with everyone, you're really speaking to find the right people. You always hear me say the right people at the right time with the right message. And your story, again, is about your journey. So it's also about your unique experiences of how you got into the beauty business, but also how you solved the problem, why you were called to have this beauty profession, to be a beauty professional, to go into this field, your unique problems that you've had, your unique pain that you've had. It's about your unique story. Super, super important here. So many times I see beauty professionals and they're kind of following what everybody else does. This is where you get a chance to really stand out why they should come to you because they're going to relate to your unique struggles. They're going to relate to your the pain that you've been through, right? We've all been through something. They're going to relate to the fears that you have and know that you understand them because you have been through it. Now, you might have not been through alopecia or cancer or some of the things that your clients come to you with, but you have been through pain and you've been through some suffering. I'm sure if you lived any amount of time on this earth, right? I mean, everybody's going through something, especially with COVID-19. But the point is that you are going to tell that story in a compelling way that shows that you understand them, that you understand their pain and their fear, and that you really want to help. So that is one of the first parts about creating that compelling story is really telling your journey. Okay. You also must have empathy in your story. So many times I think we want to be understood and I'm not sure, maybe it was Buddha or somebody said, seek to understand more than to be understood, but you should really want your clients to feel understood. So when they're reading that story, whether it's in your bio and your about me page on your social media page or wherever you have your story, they're like, wow, I think this person is the person that I should buy this beauty service or product from because they get it. They understand, right? So, and that's what makes you unique, 
right? That's why they come to you. They have that connection with you that they're not going to have with everyone else, right? And like I said before, not everybody's going to resonate with your story and that's okay too. Knowing knowing how to express your story and really talk about those vulnerable parts that people don't really want to talk about because we want to look like, you know, it's polished and we have it all together. But showing some compassion and empathy is super important part of your story, right? This is where I always say, this is where we connect with the heart, right? And then we're going to appeal to the head. So we're going to connect with the logic and then we're going to appeal to the head with the logic and the reasons, the compelling reasons why they should get the service from you. But it starts with that emotional connection. Part of telling that story because you have a mission, right? You're here to make a difference in the world, not just here wasting time on planet Earth, hopefully. (laughs) You're here to do something. Since you're here to do something, that also means that you need to build an audience. Because if you know you have a gift, if you know that you have a way to help people, that that is your mission to impact lives, then you need to build an audience because don't you want to help as many people as possible? right? Like, isn't that one of the goals is to help a lot of people? I sure think so. So camera shy is one of those things that I always say, you're probably not camera shy. Pierre says it's camera shy. I think that because we've all taken pictures before. So it's not that you're afraid of the camera. I think what we're afraid of is putting ourselves out there. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of looking silly. We're afraid of all of those other fears, right? That come into it. And I say two things with that. There was a saying, and I don't know who said it, but somebody said, there's no I in why, meaning that your why, the why that you do something does not involve you necessarily. It's about other people. So there's no I, this is where you have to put your own fears aside for the betterment of other people, because you're stepping into your real purpose of helping other people. Right. So your why, the greater reason that you do what you do, there's no I in that. You're doing it for other people. And so we let these things. And also, I I also heard this great quote that I'll just share with you and then I'll get back to um, some of the key points that fear is believing that something negative is going to happen. Right. So fear is having faith that something negative will happen. It's a false belief because we don't really know that something negative is going to happen, but we believe that something negative is going to happen. And that's why we have the fear, right? It's really a false belief appearing real, really what it is. Instead, we have to have the faith that it will all work out and that what we're doing is doing it for good. And putting ourselves out there is really going to impact those lives. Otherwise, we can't make that connection with people. Remember, people buy from people, and we need to make that connection. So getting back to your story, you want to reach as many people as possible. So you need to be showing up consistently and telling the story. So that's number two. You need to be telling that story over and over again. Sometimes I see people, and they just say, I put it on my about page, or I put it on you know, my social media business page. And that's it. They don't really tell their story. They think they told it once or maybe once or twice, and that's enough. But remember, first of all, repetition, repetition, repetition. You will hear me say, and my students will say this, like, I heard you say that so many times before, but then one day the light bulb just came on. Like one day I said it in a different way, or one day they heard it in a different way. Right. And so you have to tell your story First of all, there's lots of people that haven't heard your story. So you have to tell it for the people that haven't heard it. 
right? And, you know, for the new people that are just showing up and coming on the scene, you need to tell it. And I'll often tell my students to do an introduction post on their social media, like every now and then just say, hey, it's time to say who I am and what I'm here for and who I like to serve and how I can help or fun fact about me or something silly or just kind of putting that personality into your brand. So showing up and telling that story consistently. So first of all, telling a true story that people can connect with. Second of all, telling that story consistently. And when you look at this building an audience, it's not about vanity numbers. It's really about you can have a small but mighty following, right? There's lots of brands that have very small followings but do very, very well. Okay, I always say, when you look at me, I don't have a big social media following and I have a good business despite not having a huge you know, social media following. And sometimes those big social media followings are, you know, we can just say vanity numbers, like sometimes people bought their followers. Sometimes they earn their followers, but they're not true followers. They're not really engaged with the message. So there was a story of a woman who has like 3 million followers on I think it's Instagram. And then she tried to sell some t-shirts and she couldn't even sell like eight t-shirts. Like, so she had fans, she had the following, but it wasn't profitable, right? She was popular, but it wasn't really working in her favor. And that was a big story that came out. So understanding that your story is a core piece of your message and that Anybody that was really out for a mission and that had a big following, they continued to tell their story. That could be Jesus, that could be Oprah, that could be anybody that you follow. They told their story. People followed them because they had a mission, they had a story that they told over and over again. So not comparing ourselves to, to either of them, but just saying that you have that obligation, as I said before, that moral obligation to consistently show up. And that is your responsibility to consistently show up and tell that story. So knowing those two things, I know, again, sometimes we have that imposter syndrome of who am I to tell my story, but people need to hear it and feel connected to you. So the next thing is that every leader inspires an audience with their story. And the next thing that they do is they get them to take action. So it's not enough to just tell your story. In fact, you know, you've heard me say the transformation comes with a transaction. They need to take some type of action. Seth Godin, who's sometimes called the godfather of marketing, or he's just a really well-known marketing genius, says that a leader must connect with their audience and give them something to do for the betterment of themselves meaning that you need them to take action, right? Just hearing this, like just if you hear this message today and you don't take action, it doesn't help you, right? Learning has a purpose, but we also need them to take action. So that might be having them book an appointment. That might be having them buy that product or service from you. That is the action. So you need to not only tell that story in a compelling way, but tell a story that inspires them to take action to solve their problem, right? To get the solution that you offer. And that's when we, I always say that you have to reframe the way you think about selling because selling is serving. And really you need to be selling them something so that they can have that transformation. And we always think, oh, but you know, isn't free is better. And I say that that's 
can be false because oftentimes we don't value free, right? If you give them a chance to actually invest in themselves, then they have that sense of ownership and then they take it more seriously, right? We can think think of many examples where we have something for free and we kind of take it for granted. But, and think about like this whole COVID time, like all of our freedoms that, you know, just going to the store without a mask and just, you know, showing up and being able to go to the park or, you know, the beaches were all um, this weekend. We went, took our girls to go get gelato in uh, Laguna Beach and it's a beautiful place to just kind of walk around. And we like to go to the beach there, but the beaches are actually roped off. They have signage saying that you cannot go on the beach. And that's one of those things that we even though we're protected and we're walking around with masks, we're doing all of the things. You can't go into many of the shops in California without a mask. You have to have it. Um, I know in different states, different ways, but here in California, that's how it is. So, so we had that gelato and it was one of those things that we're looking at this beautiful beach and it was like, we can't go. Right. But you know, what's interesting is if they would have said there's a small fee to go, like we can't let everybody go, but we're going to limit it. So by limiting it, we're going to charge a fee. We would have paid the fee gladly right? That Because we wanted to do it. So it's one of those things that when you pay, you pay attention. I like to say you show up in a different way, right? That they, you give them a chance to have that ownership, that sense of um, investing in themselves. And so um, if they really want that solution, then they're going to buy it from someone, right? So it might as well be you, right? <laughs> they're going to buy that solution from somebody. So it might as well be you, You want to be the one that is showing up and serving them. And sometimes we buy things when we don't even have a problem, right? Sometimes this is when we are connected with a brand and when we're connected with the story. This is why people get into sports memorabilia, right? This is why people follow a team and they're super involved in, you know, that sports team. They buy all the sports stuff, you know, the hats, the t-shirts, some people even get, you know, the tattoos of their favorite sports team or their favorite player because they are really invested in that message and they resonate with that brand story. Okay. It's not about just people playing out on a field. It's really a story that they are buying into the reason that they, that identification that they get from wearing that team logo or wearing that brand logo or whatever it is, right? So sometimes it's that they are buying the solution. Other times they are just buying a better version of themselves or an identity of themselves, right? As I was saying before, for whatever reason people buy, the important thing is that you show up in an authentic way, telling your story so that they can buy from you so that they can actually first, it starts with connect with you. And as I said before, you have that moral obligation to tell your story, to tell it consistently, to spread the message of how you can help so that you can change the world. And like I said, that might feel cliche, but I believe that you are showing up because you want to help people and that you want to um, see an improvement in people's lives. And that really starts with that e-connection piece. Now that's just one part of it. And actually I have a whole framework that we go through. I always say that it seems like something that is simple, but sometimes it's not easy. Like it's one of those things like we can't see the spinach in our own teeth, or you might hear the the saying that the bottle of wine cannot read the label. 
right? Or we can't see what's on our back, right? We all have these blind spots. And so one of the things I always find with my students is it can be challenging to tell your story. Um, So it can be challenging to, to really tell your own story and tell it in a way that is, like I said, compelling and really brings that audience in and then gets them to take action. So that's why we have a whole framework in the Elevate program. So today what we did is we talked about, just to let you know a recap, we talked about why it's important to tell your story that people need to hear from you so that you can make a greater impact and that you can connect with them. Or maybe you've heard the saying that facts tell, but stories sell. It's important to really tell a compelling story about why you do what you do and really have that message that resonates with your clients, right? And then the next part of that is about you're going to show empathy and you're going to talk about the pain and the struggle and the fear that you've had and that the client might also be facing so that they can see themselves in you and your story. The second part is that you are going to show up and tell your story consistently so that you can reach that audience so that you can build an audience. And it might start off small. You might be like, well, there's not a lot of people watching. Why should I tell my story? Well, that's how it starts. It starts off small. And you don't know who you're touching and who you're reaching, right? They might not be commenting, but they might be like really taking it in what you're saying. And this is helping them in some way, right? Like there might be somebody here watching that's just like, hmm, but they're like, okay, I know I need to do this today. I need to look at my about me page and really clean it up. So it's not just another page that people skim over, but it really connecting with my audience. And so you're showing up consistently. And then the last part of that is that you are getting your story with your story. You are having your clients take action, right? Because it's not enough for them just to read your story. You need to actually get them to take action so that they can have the solution. You need to inspire them to want that transformation. Okay. So those were the three things that we covered today. Again, this is just a piece of the AMPLIFY method. AMPLIFY stands for, AMP stands for authority, attraction, your marketing message, and your positioning. Those are the three things that we teach you in the Elevate program to be the go-to beauty professional so that you can stand out, increase your income and impact, and again, do all of that in a really authentic way. Mark your calendars because if you are wanting to up-level your business and really get clarity on your messaging and not just your story, but all of your messaging to really impactfully speak to your audience and your authority attraction with referral partners and your positioning and all of that, that is in the Elevate program, which will be opening in June. It normally does not open until the fall, but we had so many people that have reached out to us and they're like, it's something about this COVID time that's really inspired people to like step it up. They've realized like, if I'm going to have this beauty business, I can't just keep going, doing things, being busy work or doing things you know, a little bit as normal. It needs to really be, I really need to step up my business. Yeah, we have actually three team members, but two in the support. If you need to reach out to us, it's support at aprilmeese.com. Support at aprilmeese.com if you need to email us. Or you can message us on Facebook. 
and we'll get back to you and we'll answer that. So the one that comes directly to me is going to be the messages on Facebook. The ones that usually go to my assistants and our support team is going to be the email. So the Elevate program is a six-week program, which we do a deep dive on your market. It's, it's three components. It's your marketing message. It's referral partners. So we are leveraging the authority of other uh, referral partners and their audiences. So in, instead of you doing all the work to build an audience, we are using the leverage of somebody else's audience. So this is where I like to say it is your, sometimes people call it like your dream 100 or maybe the 25 people that you really want to connect with. This is building your authority by leveraging their authority. And also, of course, that also means that you're building your audience and you're getting more clients that are already sold because they trust this trusted partner, which is an authority referral partner. That is authority attraction. And then the, th the third part of that is positioning. And we position in two ways. We position with showing up to get you more visibility. And then we also position your brand to show up with more value. And that can be done with your offers and your pricing and also your messaging. It's really all connected. It's kind of, a, they all work synergistically, but I'll be talking more about it in June. I'll be giving you the details. We'll have a masterclass and everything. Just know it's going to be towards the end of June. Mark your calendar. Something good is coming and that's it. So yay so much. Jumped into Elevate. See you on the other side. Yes. Okay, guys. And so I'll give you all of the rest of the details when we get closer to that time. But for now, I want you to think about how you are showing up with your story. And again, how you can craft that in a better way. If you would like help with that, if you would like, again, our story framework that we have for our students, take your business to the next level, then definitely stay tuned for Elevate. And that's what I have for you today, guys. Thank you so much as always. Okay. Bye guys. Take care. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.